Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Corridor of Infinity podcast. Uh, I'm Luke, and I'm joined by Ezra. Ben, how's it going, mate? Yeah, good. Uh, lots of games to go through, lots of football, not a lot of goals. No, it's the first time we've done this in a while, to be honest. Um, yeah, because last week we had the, the old Super League. We had a bad rant, didn't we? Yes. Um, but yeah, I think there's like four one nils, one nil nil, and a one all, and then yeah. and then Burnley came up trumps. So you can always yeah, rely on Burnley to get you the goal. As if Burnley were the ones that came up with the big one. Burnley and West Brom, actually, to be honest. Oh yes. Um, just so everybody knows, I am whacked. So if I sound like I'm dying, don't worry about it. <laughs> were you out yesterday, or was I it just too early? It was just quite early, really. But uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Hey. <laughs> um, we'll start um outside the Premier League. Just do you know what? Spicy dip. I was gonna say we'll start with the Carabao Cup. But considering we're starting outside the Premier League, do you reckon we should just do the opposite? Yeah. So okay. we'll do the Carabao. We'll do the Carabao Cup final first because that's the biggest game, and then we'll we'll smash through the EFL because there's not a lot going on there now. Even though no. we're getting the business end, and then we'll do Europe, and then we'll do the Premier League just to spice it up a bit. Go for it, man. Well, that's what we'll do then. Um, sorry for anyone that does not like change, but it's happening. Um, yeah. yeah. Man City Spurs or Spurs Man City, either or is at Wembley. Ryan Mason oh, takes charge. One of my uh, incredible games from predictions this weekend. Yeah, very good week for Bentley. Substitute stretched the lead. About um, three, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I, I had a feeling that Ryan Mason was going to somehow pull something out of the bag. But um, no, it was not the case. City absolutely dominant. Um, could have been many more than one. Spurs really didn't create much at all. I think Blas also had a chance. Other than that, there was literally nothing that springs to mind that they created. And it just looked like a team that lacked any real identity, which is unsurprising just considering the fact they'd sat their manager a week before the final. Yeah, I think um, it was such a easy game for City, they would be really st- realistically disappointed if they hadn't got a trophy at the end of it with a, a 1-0 win. I think they could have got about five, to be honest. Yeah. Spurs just didn't do anything, and there was a lot of criticism of a lot of players, such as, you know, Kane. Just sort of like, what did you actually do? You go missing when we need you most. I feel I feel like it's... In games like this, it's... Not really his fault in it, like this type of game. Like City was so dominant that he can't just come back halfway inside his own half to pick up the ball. And then if he does, well, what does he do with it then? And and I was watching a bit of it and just yeah, did, he's did, really not it. the sort of player who just you know he's not the dribbler, is he? He's the there get to the final third, then you can worry about him. But he's not gonna he's not like majority of the City players who can literally just pick it up and. In and out of anyone, you know, like Mares, uh, De Bruyne, Sterling, they all do the progressive work. Yeah, and and, and I think, that, I mean, they didn't have great games, but I just think they, no. where how many chances were they given to get the ball in inside the the Spurs third and the Spurs third, the City third, um, just not a lot, and it really looked it looked like a Mourinho team without the danger of a counter-attack that was, like, regimented, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and and the, the defensive triangle of Lloris, Dyer and Oldvire, I actually thought looked quite good. Um, but other than that, I mean, they, they had a lot of opportunities to look good. Um, and it's definitely one of Lloris's better games of the season. And the amount of saves he had to make. But, yeah. Was was absolutely dominant for City and, and Spurs are in for a big old summer. Could be a lot of changes uh, at the top uh, in terms of the owners under threat, the manager. Well, they don't have one. Uh, Kane and all the other big players, and also a load of Deadwood that they want to get rid of. So they could be a big old overhaul at Spurs. You know, it's funny though. You, know, you say that like all of these super club managers. Out the, the English clubs, anyway, uh, not managers, uh, owners have all sort of been under threat. You know, I've seen a lot of stuff about 
people selling the club and getting and just cutting the losses and going with it, you know, like but the yeah. two teams I haven't seen anything with is Chelsea and City. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that, well, I think City are the least angry at the owner because yeah. they were allegedly the first block to sort of start the demise of um, the ESL. Was that what European Super League? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Chelsea, I haven't seen much either, but oh, I have seen a bit of Chelsea actually because I think... I think they were quite torn on Abramovich anyway, based on the Lampard thing. Yeah. Uh, and just the fact that that's, no matter how bad results were, that the idea was time. And it, one manager you'd think they'd give time is him. And they knew they'd have to give him time because he, he hadn't had experience at that level and they still sacked him. Yeah. Um, I don't think that was, uh, I think they were split on that. I think that was quite 50-50. So there was kind fair, of... Like- there was a lot of protest from Chelsea fans. As we saw, you know, they were going out, there was hundreds of them outside Stamford Bridge, weren't there? And Petr Cech had to go and have a chat. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but I, I don't think it will make too many changes. Um, no, it may, it may make the owners think a little bit, but I think it will be forgotten about in, in a month's time, to be honest. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but one good thing is, you, you talk about fans, is we had fans in the, fans in the ground. Which was absolutely lovely to see. I think there was eight thousand in total, and then there were two thousand of those from each team were supporters, and then the other four thousand were like um, local residents or NHS workers. Yes, um, but just absolutely great to have atmosphere, and I just it just made me want to go to football even more. <laughs> Getting jealous. I am very jealous. Um, but my, my team's not playing at Wembley, so that's that's the problem. <laughs> that is true. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for, hopefully, um, August that we should be able to get back for the start of the next season. That's my hopefully. hope. Um, but yeah, there's not really that much to talk about in this game, to be honest. It's just that Spurs were not good enough and have a big, big uh, summer ahead of them and City were good enough and have a big week ahead of them so they've got a PSG obviously now in the Champions League of the boys That's the team so we'll talk, talk about PSG we will go on to the French League yes let's do it um, and there's not really that much to talk about um, except this league is going right to the wire wins for the top three leave separated by one point so that's Lille top of the league PSG second and Monaco third who are yes. my dark horses? Monica. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I haven't checked who they've got to play. I don't know if there's any like big, big games still to go. But Lille just consistently surprised me, to be honest. And, and I've just con- always thought, no, they'll drop away, they'll drop away. And they haven't. And they're still top of the league. So I hope they do it. I really do hope they do it. Um, but yeah, great, great for them to be because uh, they obviously had the big game this weekend. They're against Leon, who were fourth, so Leon needed a win to stay in the in the fight, and they didn't. So no, they didn't quite manage it, did they? But yeah, that's a that's a fantastic uh, prospect. Yeah, it's a really a uh, really interesting league to watch at the moment. PSG have got eight losses, but they've managed to get more wins than uh, Leon. Mm. Leon have got ten draws, which is quite a lot really yeah but, uh, PSG you know, do either seem to do one or the other then I guess yeah they've only got three draws this season so we will see where they come out in the end but uh, I don't know if you you looked into the PSG game who but, did they uh, play they played Mets yeah or I'm not going to try and do it in a French accent because we tried that before <laughs> uh, no <laughs> you know uh, they played Mets, but I don't know if you saw the formation Mets rock before they they turned up. <laughs> no, I haven't. They had eight men. They had like three at the back and five across the midfield. That is very interesting. But then they had one, one, one. So it was three, five, one, one, one. <laughs> what is that? Wait, hold on. Three, five. Yeah, that's eight. One, one. Wait, nah. No, they didn't. They had that's three. They were about to have three, five, one, one. Hold on, give me give me a second. I'll check that up. But 
I'm fairly. I saw the picture on. Yeah, it's three five one one. Sorry, they were they were there to defend. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I imagine that, I imagine that may probably have ended up being like a sort of just a five four one. Probably is where it ended up being the majority of the game. Pretty much, um, I think so. But four minutes into the game, they let a goal into Mbappe. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> didn't go. Then they equalised just after half time. About 15 minutes later, Mbappe scored again. And then Akadi wrapped it up with a penalty at the end. And I was just watching, like... I was just watching some of the players. I didn't watch much of the game. But Akadi is just so good. And I can't... He's, like, third-choice striker there. Yeah. It's so criminal. Get yourself out there, Mauro. You have him at Liverpool. I, do you know what? I actually... I wouldn't be disappointed with him. He's not the first player I'd be after. But he's so flipping good. Like, oh, I've spoke to my friends about this before, and we've said like, oh, they're like, would you take Mbappe at Liverpool? I'm like, yeah, of course I would. But you know, there's other players you might want to go for instead because Mbappe is going to cost you a full-on chunk, isn't he? So pretty much going to bankrupt you. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's. I've heard so many stories like, oh, you know, you've been, we've been saving this year. We've got enough money for it now. But, uh, you know, it's not just about the transfer fee, is it? You've got so much other stuff to include, and this isn't going to be a cheap one. But yeah. we can get him across the line. We can play, obviously. But uh, at the same time, there's other players out there who you can also go for. Fair enough. Um, I don't know why I had to bring that in there, sorry. That's all right. We'll see what happens in the summer. Um, next, you know, we'll, we'll do the other interesting European league. Um, Go for it. That's, that's La Liga. And yes. To be honest, last week you said um, Sevilla are not out of this. Or maybe it was the week before. It was the last weekend, I imagine. Um, and, yes. I, and I sort of just, just didn't... It didn't really enter my mind. Just, yeah, just thought, just thought it was a throwaway comment. But then, if I was looking at the tables, like how many points are separating these top three? Three points separate the top four. They're like I thought when you said they're not out of it, they were like going to be five five points off at least. Three yeah. points top they are. Um, of so another are, are the only team in in Spain to have won the last three. Yeah, so they they are definitely not out of it. Um, I and, can't believe Atletico Madrid are going to bowl this. I know it's crazy. It looks very, very interesting going into the last couple of games. And have so, a game in hand. Yeah, Barcelona have the upper hand now because they they'll go top, of course, if they win. Um, but yeah, the, I don't know if you saw the Sevilla game. The ref blew the whistle a minute early. Right. So then all the players went into the dressing room. Like Sevilla players had their shirts off, their boots off, and stuff. And then he then he realised that he had to go and get them back and play another minute of the game. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. In the score, didn't change. It was 2-1 um, still. And I, I guess it doesn't really hurt for it because the other team, I can't remember who it was, it's whoever Roberto Soldado plays for because he scored. Granada. Yes, that's the one. Um, but, yeah, so he obviously he scored quite late on. Then the whistle went. And then when you've only got 60 seconds from, presumably, I can't remember if it's like a drop ball or whatever it would have been. There's literally, there's no way you're going to score in that time because the game would be so broken. No, they just pass it around the back. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It was just a bit of a shambles and one of those oh, games. It's lucky that there were no fans there because would have. Well, one they would have all kicked off and two half them would have gone home. <laughs> Sevilla genuinely seem like the team that are having just an odd season. You know, a couple of, a couple of weeks back their goalkeeper scored a goal. Now they're getting <laughs> cut off halfway through the match. All you can say is, I think it's well, unless there's some sort of miracle with Sociedad, the top four is already decided. There is a 17 point gap between fourth and fifth. Wow, that's but, huge. Uh, the the top four, it, it genuinely could end in any way. It seems like Atletico Madrid are the team in the worst form out of the out of the four, and they're top. Yeah. They have really yeah. bottled it because they were 10 points ahead. Yeah, it is anyone's game. Yeah, I look forward to seeing all that, and then we'll we'll get onto the the two that are, are 
I think a game away, both of these leagues are a game away from having a a winner already. Is it uh, Germany, is it? Uh, yeah, Germany and Italy both of that. Bayern could have wrapped it up this weekend, I think, but they lost. Um, but the, the top two is pretty much set there. Um, but on the other hand, the battle for the Champions League is three teams beat Dortmund, who, who beat Frankfurt. No, they didn't. Dortmund beat Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg, yeah. Um, which you got spot on again. That's another one of your predictions. Oh, yes. Um, yes. And Frankfurt also lost. Um, so the battle for European football or Champions League football should I say um, is only two points between those between third and fifth so whoever comes fifth will get Europa League um, and then the other two will get Champions League Dortmund currently fifth but have just beaten Wolfsburg who are third oh this league is this one's really really entertaining at the moment you know like all the teams just tend to have different periods of form yeah you know what I mean and uh I just can't understand how many goals Lewandowski has got. He's got 36, yeah? And he missed about a month of the season. Yeah. Whereas the second is 25. By the which way, is still incredible. Yeah, which is still mental considering he's not even their only out-and-out striker. Andre Silva and Haaland are both on 25. Also missed about a month of the season. Haaland has maybe more. Yeah. Like, this is collectively, obviously. But how do people get so many goals? <laughs> oh, it's like, incredible. In the Prem, if you get 20, it's a wow, that's quite a lot of goals. Not 25, let alone 35. Yeah, 25, 25 in the Premier League is, is like a world class. Like, that's when. Well, how many did Salah get? Salah, Salah got 32. like 30, 32, and that's like. Was that the highest? That's like, the record. Yeah. So, and, and Evan Gossie's free, free up on that. With he's on he's four up on that four on that four up on that with yeah. with games to spare. <laughs> I'm gonna have a look. Most goals in a. Bundesliga. I think it's I think it's forty. I think really. I think I think he yeah. I think he hasn't done it. I think he hasn't made it yet. But um, yeah, and he'll be good because he's had a month out. And if if he misses out by like a goal or two in the end, that'll be that in months. Well, he's got three games to get. Four goals. He can do it, couldn't he? If that, if I'm right, I could be wrong about that. No, it is. I've just looked it up. You're right. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna count that off. You know. Yeah, that could happen. He'll definitely want that. I reckon. Yeah, I think it's possible as well. To be honest, he could get about five in one game. To be honest, probably haven't got much. They've not got many hard. Munch and Gladbach, Freiburg and Augsburg, Augsburg, Augsburg. Augsburg. But it doesn't matter who he plays. He's sweeping score against everyone. And you just wonder how much difference that would have made to the PSG game. I think the biggest thing to take away from Bayern, though, is the change in management that's going on. Like, um, oh yeah, Bayern, like we talked about Dortmund, you know, these German clubs are definitely coming out really well at the moment with all the ECL drama. Uh, ECL? ESL drama that's been knocking about. And um, I think it was after... I think it was after the PSG defeat, Hansi Flick asked for his uh, contract to be terminated. Or, yeah. Which is weird because this always seems to happen at Bayern. Like, as much as they are really good, if their manager has a, a poor season by any account, it's like, right, you're out. Like, we only expect the best. Yeah, I think he's fallen out a bit with the, the, the people at the top. And yeah, results probably have a, a say in that. But did. I might be going mad here. Has he not sort of like the favourite or has not been offered the Germany job? Or am I going yeah, mad? There's def- I don't know if it's confirmed, but it's definitely up there that he yeah. is going to take over because I know that this is um, yeah, Lowe's last season, isn't it? Yerky Lowe's? Like- yeah. Yeah. Lowe. yeah, I think he's going to take the uh, Germany job. But the biggest thing is Nagelsmann has been agreed as the Bayern job. And Nagelsmann yeah. currently manages Leipzig. Yeah. This, yes, it's just your standard Bayern, Bayern way and take the best people or players from from the clubs that are rivaling you and yes. make them weaker. So, and then any challenger you have is just constantly weaker because they what they take an Nagelsmann and Upper Makano to their closest challenger. Yeah, and losing Canate uh, to Liverpool. Yeah, so that strengthens Bayern for another season as well as 
weakening an opponent a bit like uh, Man United used to do back in the day. Yeah, I was going to say like the best, best players. Do an episode on Leipzig soon because they will need to be built. They're going to be losing a few things. Um, yeah. And also, they need a new manager. You know, do. I'm going to I'm going to throw a name in the ring for the manager, right? Go on. Jose Mourinho. I can't imagine they would take him. Why? I think he's lost a... I just don't think he's... I think he's lost his powers, and I don't think he's... He hasn't lost his powers, man, no. Yeah, I think Leipzig are an exciting prospect, and I just think that's not that's not what they need. Um, if you think of the the extremes, they would have gone from like a thirty three year old manager, or however old Nagelsmann is, to Mourinho, who's who's won it all, but is is on the decline. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Um, yeah, he is. And as much as the Spurs sacking was ill time, it was if they hadn't won the Carabao Cup, it was probably coming. Yeah, well. If they hadn't, and they could have been, uh, they could have ended the season without Europe and could still. So, I mean, I that's a fair idea by Spurs. I really think that people are harsh on Jose. Let's just, I'm just going to sidetrack from the uh, roundup for one second there. This is the man, right, who's got Tottenham. He's turned Harry Kane and Hyung Min Son into the best partnership in the Premier League that we've seen for a, a, a while. Arguably, in my eyes, the best partnership this season. They also managed something crazy like, was it 12 wins in a row? Possibly. Like, you know, and they're in seventh place, which is which is poor, to be honest. And they have had 10 losses. They had a bad track. But he's such a good manager. And it, oh, he's just, he's good. But it's just the football is horrific. It is horrific. Yeah. And if you're going to finish outside the European spots... What's losing another two places, but at least when you win, the the wins are good. Yeah, well, oh, just trust me, Luke. He's he's good. He's well. We'll see. I, a I, I have a he might end up back in uh, Portugal. Portugal. What about the national job in Portugal? Do you think maybe that? Maybe that. Although that guy's probably not going anywhere. I don't know his name, but yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll finish off um, in Italy. Yes. This is, I mean, Inter have got the job done. I think they're one point away. I think, if my math serves me correctly, but oh, the battle for the the battle for the top four is absolutely on. Yeah, it's up and down in it all over. Because the Milan have been second for pretty much the whole well season. for for a long time since Inter have taken the top, and they're fifth now. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It doesn't look great, does it? Yeah, they, they lost 3-0 to Lazio last night. And it, had they won, they would have gone second. But they lost and now they're fifth. Um, so, I think... And then, and that means Juve aren't set either. Because I think Juve are a point above Milan. Because um, they drew again this week. So, that leaves them fourth. So, one of these teams isn't getting Champions League football. And if Juventus don't get Champions League football, that is interesting. Because I cannot see Ronaldo playing in the Europa League. No. I, I think uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, At- Atalanta seems to have come out of nowhere, to be honest. like They were down in fifth, sixth earlier in the season. I remember us talking about it. And they've come up and bounced into second place. And you're just like, oh, good morning. Yeah, because we had, we had those set three. It was like, it's going to be a three-horse race. Milan, Juve and Inter. Inter and have I'll gone. And then, and then, yeah. No, Inter have uh, got this wrapped up in my eyes. It'd take a flipping nightmare situation over there for them not yeah. to win. Even if they lost all their games, I can still see the others dropping points. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd put money on the fact. But let's just go over some of the matches. Milan, 3-0 loss to Lazio. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't count Lazio out the race either yet. They are only five points behind Milan with a game in hand. Yeah. So that's another interesting thing. I think Roma are probably out in seventh. Uh, 55 points but uh, you know this could go anywhere still yeah definitely could um, it's just crazy it is crazy um, 
something that's not crazy. I'll do these very quickly because we should probably get on to the Premier League stuff soon. Uh, championship top two is confirmed. Top six is confirmed. Um, so Norwich and Watford are up and it will be Barnsley, Bournemouth, Swansea and Brentford in the playoffs. Who do you want that? Who do you want to win? The playoffs? Oh, it, has be, it has to be Barnsley. It has to be Barnsley. Really? I, I don't mind out of Barnsley and Brentford. I still, I, want, but... I still want Brentford to come up because I feel like they deserve it. <laughs> they're always there. And they're, ne- they're always there. They never ever win. That's the problem. They'll just bottle it in the playoffs. Um, so, yeah. And then the relegation battle in the championship is not over yet because Derby have lost their last five. Could be more. And Wayne Rooney is having an absolute shocker there. Um, Rotherham have got two, two games in hand, I think. And if they win either of them, I think they go above Derby. So, we've got a big old... Big old relegation battle. Sheffield Wednesday and Wickham aren't down yet either. And there's a couple of other teams that could still drop in as well. So that will go down to the wire. Um, League One, top two again confirmed. That's Peterborough and Hull going up. Playoff is all to play for. Um, and relegation isn't settled either. Uh, so that's that, that's something still to watch out for. And then League Two, all to play for at the top and the bottom as well. But uh, it does look like South End and Grim- Grimsby are set to go down, to be honest. Poor, oh, poor no, not Grimsby. Um, and that's what happens when you don't get on with Ian Holloway as a manager. He will go He'll down. He'll get you. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, that's enough for that. We'll get into the big stuff that we love to see in the Premier League. Let's get on it. We will start then um, on Friday, which was Everton against Arsenal. Um, yes. Another game with protests about the uh, Super League, uh, but it was uh, another poor performance really at home for Arsenal. Um, it wasn't a, it wasn't the best against and one of many one nils that we've said already. Um, but yeah, Everton looked quite exciting. Um, you know, I think Arsenal played all right because I thought they had a few good chances. Just... I think both both sides had a few good chances, and Pickford did make a couple of decent saves. I uh, just think I think Arsenal lacked a bit of presence up top because obviously they had Enketier up there, um, who I think is is in danger a bit because well, it depends what happens with Lacazette's contract out soon. Aubameyang is going to be there for a while, um, and um, Balogun, who is the young striker coming through, younger than Enketier, has just signed a new five year deal. So I feel right. like he might be the new Inketia. new kid on the block. Yeah, and in case yeah. may end up shipped away on loan at some point next season. I um, think what well, like we spoke about a few few weeks ago, like Arsenal have a lot of players that they need to just sort of cut the losses with if they can. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's down to how easy it is to do that, really. Yeah. Because um, Martinelli's are... another striker who can play up front. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I, I thought Richarlison was really good after I said he was overrated the week before. <laughs> he did. Um, he was a constant menace. Um, and his, well, his poor cross led to, I don't know what Leno is doing um, for the own goal. It's horrific. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even, even Calvert-Lewin was about to react to the cross because it's literally just a pass across the just literally has to pass his cover his feet and it's gone straight into Lennon's hands and Calvert-Lewin's about to say what are you doing and then you can see him notice it's actually gone in he's like oh fair enough oh alright um, but yeah that was a shambles um, a couple of decent saves from Pickford so like you say yeah there was always chances for Arsenal um, but yeah it was a crucial win for Everton to keep their Champions League hopes or at least European hopes alive because I think they hadn't won a game six in all competitions before this, so really? it was good to get back to winning ways. Um, but just one thing, I was I was looking because uh, Sigurdsson obviously had that free kick that hit the bar, um, and over that free kick, you've got Dignay, Rodriguez, and Sigurdsson over the free kick, and that is a, a dangerous set of players to have on a free kick. I thought because there can't be much of a better free that you'd want in the Premier League. No, definitely not. That's a bit scary to be honest isn't it yeah um, um, can I just ask you a question just now that we're on the topic of this you know there's four players who have scored 10 goals in the last uh, four seasons in the Premier League yeah there's only four of them 
I don't know if you've seen this. Can you guess who they are? Uh, Harry Kane. Yep. Mohamed Salah. Yep. Uh, Chris Wood. Yep. Oh, who's your one? He managed to go mm-hmm. after them this weekend. <laughs> Just kidding. Um. Well, it's got to be an Arsenal player or an Everton player, surely. Yep. I can't. I don't think it's Calvert Lewin. It's not. <laughs> is it Bamiyan? It's not. Is it like a vet? It is. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you don't really imagine that he's the kind of... I don't know. He's been around for a lot longer than I can always remember. Yeah. He, he, he rocked it when uh, Arsene Wenger was on his way out, didn't he? Yeah. That's interesting. All I'll say on the Everton matches are... From what I was hearing about the Howler, it wasn't actually... Like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was really poor, don't get me wrong. <laughs> His brain's just turned off there by the looks of things. It's quite funny to watch. But um, it it's was crazy. It, it's it crazy was... to see that. And then you look at the Villa game, which we'll get on to later, when the amount of saves that Martinez had to make. I mean, everyone was going off about that, but I think they were routine saves for Martinez. But it is week in, week out. He seems to be saving a point or so for Villa. Yeah. And I'll shoot him off, and Leno's been susceptible to the odd mistake this season. Yes, he has. But I who I still wouldn't be like angry that it's not like getting rid of Alisson for Carrius if you're a Liverpool fan. Yeah, that's true. Um well go on then. We'll go on to Liverpool. But um, always always happy to talk about uh the Liverpool games, uh, generally in recent times. Yes, I thought um, it might be. Yeah, another this Arsenal was... player, probably the Arsenal player of the season. Yeah, um, this this is now means it's one win in eleven at home for all in all competitions for Liverpool, um, and that is just something that not even last year, just in in general in Liverpool history, that's horrific. It's in, it's it's not good at all. No, um, we started off so well as well. You know, got the goal within the first three minutes. And yeah. I thought, you know what, this is going to be a... We're going to score about 15 now and just, you know, shush everybody's mushes. And then it got later on and later. And so, all right, maybe it's just going to be a holding out for a a 1-0 win. That's how desperate we are for it. And then we just seem to have, like, properly switch off in the last 10 minutes. Let two goals in. Probably should have lost, to be honest, because I don't think that goal should have been disallowed, personally. Yeah, I agree. Uh I'm not complaining that it wasn't, obviously. But it seemed all right. Like, he didn't make himself any bigger. Yeah, it's not... It's, what can he do? No, exactly. Like, he didn't it, He didn't try and control it with his hand. It was kicked into his hand. Yeah. If anything... And his hand was, was as close to his body as it possibly could have been. He was in a natural position. He was running. Uh, if anything, it was... It, it should have counted... And we should have lost 2-1, I guess. Maybe it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. It would have been one all, but... You know, what can you say? Justice was served in the end. Um, it was. But yeah, I thought Liverpool had so many chances. We did. Jota, Jota missed some, Salah missed some, Mine missed some, Firmino missed one, I think. Um, it's just... Liverpool were dominant, but... And had all these chances, but there was always the threat of the counter-attack and... And there was always a goal in it for Newcastle. And as long as it was 1-0, there was always that opportunity because they had a few chances, Newcastle themselves, prior to the goal. Um, and, and then they got it. And I, I think they probably deserved it in the end with the, with the way that they played. I think... And Liverpool I didn't, didn't take their chances. I'm not sure if they deserved the point. They had some all right chances. But uh, we just should have scored more. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't think four up front works for Liverpool. I might have said differently recently. I can't remember. But if you're going to play four up front, you need a defensive midfielder. I think it was Tiago. I know Tiago started. I can't remember the other one. I think it was yeah. um, Wijnaldum. Neither of them are particularly defensive. Like, was it not Fabinho? Fabinho started centre-back. Uh, because Phillips didn't play. Uh, so, And he wasn't on the bench, so I guess he's injured. But I haven't seen anything about it. I've been quite busy, to be honest, this weekend, so I haven't really watched a lot of the football. But, um, 
you know, he wasn't in the he wasn't on the bench, so I'm guessing he must be injured. But uh, I just I don't think you can take Fabinho back into the defense. It doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, where's that Davis guy? He's an actual centre back. I don't know what a waste of a signing that is. Literally, you know, uh, not, not that Kabak hasn't been good. I'd I'd say he's quite good, but um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Verge is back. Because yeah, he's obviously going to start, which means there's only going to be one other centre back, and hopefully it's soon because I miss him. Yeah, and um, also another, only five points at home against the bottom six this season. Yeah. So Liverpool tend to be struggling in the games that where they just sit back and, and give the, give Liverpool the ball. Um, but it's not like they can't break them down because we saw in this game they can break them down. They created so many chances but just couldn't put them away. And if you don't put them away, then, then Newcastle were always in the game. And they showed that they there was warning signs. Um, and Liverpool ignored them in the end. Yeah, genuinely should have just seen it out. You know, this especially how we got off on one as well with the with the one nil. Uh, sorry, with Callum Wilson's goal getting taken yeah. away, should have been a, a wake up call and a blessing in disguise. I remember thinking, Jesus, that's lucky. Like we don't get many. We haven't. It feels like this season we haven't had many VAR things go our way. I'm. If you're listening, you're probably thinking, because, you know, Liverpool were very lucky with VAR last season, but it doesn't feel so much this season. And I, I think that's just generally how you feel that the worse your season gets. You're just looking for looking for every little bit of luck and when you look. Yeah, out. probably is, to be honest. But um, I remember thinking, that's lucky, right? Just that's a kick up the arse now. Just hold out. Actually, a minute now and you know last kick of the game flipping Joe Woolett turned up like hello yeah. oh well we'll get over Never it mind. thanks City yeah. for winning the Carabao opens another place up hopefully yeah Um. so then we'll go on to another battle for the top four which uh, was an important game especially after that result yeah Um. and, and it was a, a more important game for Chelsea than West Ham because if you Look now that Chelsea have gone three points clear. It looks almost like they're going to run away with fourth, if, if that's a thing. Um, yeah. But if you look at the running for Chelsea compared to the running of all of the other teams competing, Liverpool, West Ham, Leicester, if you can include them, even Spurs as well, they've all got easier games. Um, I think after I think Liverpool have got United next. Um, and then it sort of settles down for them a bit. Um, so Chelsea had to win this just based on the fact that they're probably going to get a few draws over the coming games. Um, I mean, you never know. They they could well win the rest of the games this season 1-0, and I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah. Um, Very Tuchel-esque, isn't it? It was. And I don't... I think Tuchel's this, this sort is the, of... Uh, third one I got right, by the way. I just thought I'd check that in there. Yes. I I also got this one. Um, the two core cool sort of brand of football that we we've seen. I think it's partly yes, it's very strong defensively. Um, but I I think it would have been even more incredible had they had someone that was going to score because they create they create quite a lot of chances. Um, and it's yes. not like they just get one goal and sit back. They they are they should have had more goals in this game. And they just didn't take the chances. I think Werner finally scored, I think, in his first goal since the middle of February. Really? But then after that, he's had a sitter that he's missed from inside the six-yard box, which isn't as bad as everyone made out. Um, And then there was other chances as well. Abraham had a header over the bar, which was another tough one to get a hold of. But yeah, they create chances. They just... The one nils are just because they don't concede any goals, but they could score more. And I think it's... I mean, another great result here. And West Ham are struggling because, I mean, they've got Antonio, Rice, Crespo, and obviously Dawson suspended as well. So that's four key men that have played a big part in this and season. Balbuena. Well, and yeah, Balbuena sent off now as well. It's not going to help that. Um, and that red card was. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
like yeah. we talked about this a few weeks ago. Like you know, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Some stupid decisions made with VAR. That is ridiculous. That I'm sorry. That just really annoyed me watching it because I don't know how a professional referee could see that as a as a foul. Yeah, it's just the, the problem. The problem is it is a dangerous challenge, but the the uh, the problem that everyone else, as a normal human, thinks is where what's he supposed to do? Yeah, like if anything, it would be a be Chilwell who's got too close to him. If anything, like and obviously he was going to milk it. He got touched. He went down. He was like, oh, my arm, my leg. Sorry, you know. But what's yeah? What's he supposed to do? It was if anything, if he had given a yellow, nobody would be care. Nobody would care. But it wasn't sending off, really, was it? Do you want to do? Stop moving your leg the second you've touched the ball. Yeah, it is um, a difficult one. Um, and, and then, and also, Kufal did a similar thing. It was a lot less force later on, and it was not looked at at all. No. Uh, and, and Moyes said that in his interview afterwards. He's like, "Well, if you're going to give the the Balboina one, then you should at least look at the Kufal one because." Everyone will respect it a bit more, at least if there's some consistency. No, Moyes was furious. I saw his face. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Chelsea just good again. Wing backs were good, effective. Uh, Mount was energetic again. Werner looked good, but just his touch and his, his finishing is, oh, we know, needs a bit of work. Next season, yeah. he's going to be incredible. Mark my words. Do you reckon? Just needs a season to settle in. He's settling in now. I don't know how many goals he's got, probably about four. He's got like eleven, I think. Really? Uh, he's not not as bad as we think it is because he scored quite a few at the start of the season, and then then the dip was just so big. Yeah, he's he's definitely. I think he's Chelsea's top scorer. Oh, he's point. on eleven. Yeah, you're right. What, in the, but, is that surely that's not just the Prem though? I'm not. Sure, I can't remember which one it is, but do you know who um, the top goal scorer is for Chelsea? I guess it would be Timo Werner. It's not. It's Tommy Abraham. He's on twelve. Uh, there you go. Um, but yeah, another good result for Chelsea and deserved in the end. And West Ham are struggling without their big men. Um, yeah, but they are still, still right up there. So they can still do it. Come on, West Ham! Come on, West Ham! Uh, and then we'll go to a game that didn't really have oh, any. I can't wait to talk about this one. You can't wait. I don't know if you're talking about the same game as I am because I'm talking about Sheffield United 1, Brighton 0. Yes. You are, right. Um, just, just because of your love for uh, Brighton. Brighton. Yeah. Um, Graham Potter has had a terrible week, poor bloke, bless him. He's fallen out of the beach and he's got whiplash and a black eye. Um, <laughs> he's fallen out of the beach? Fallen over the beach. Right. At the beach. Um, <laughs> and he's lost to Sheffield. And he's lost to Sheffield United. So, yeah, Brighton players were on the beach while Grant Potter was falling over at the beach. Um, but, yeah, just, I mean, it's the same out of Brighton. How many times can I say it? Um, they had chances. Neil Mulcahy missed from about three yards. There was a couple of decent saves from Ramsdale. But just, I mean, I don't I've got no more words to describe this season for Brighton. Just score for goals. Because that yeah, they've got they were right. They they didn't look great. They weren't. They wasn't the best bright performance we've seen. But they still had the chances to win the game, and they still didn't. For goodness' sake, yeah. Uh, I don't think either team played particularly incredible football, especially not Sheffield United. They just seemed to, you know, just get the ball. Yeah, they got one. Hold on. Yeah, exactly, and. Uh, more paid didn't have his shooting boots on either by the by the looks of things. I don't think he's even got any shooting boots to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's bad, but he's not very good at all, is he, realistically? Um, you get into positions which is like the positive sign, but there's only so many chances you can miss before everyone starts looking at you to say, Come on now, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Goldrick had his on though. He scored a very it wasn't very yeah. good at all. But uh he got the goal. What can you say? Yeah, and, and Goldrick and, and Brewster could be a, a deadly championship uh, pairing, to be honest. That could yeah, be I, a really good setup for them. I'd really hope, well, I don't think there's much chance of him leaving, but I really want Brewster to stay in the championship. Just, I think at the moment he is a championship player. 
You just needs a bit of confidence, and, and yeah, I think you're probably right. A couple good... of seasons in the championship won't do him any harm. He had a good half season at Swansea last se- at the end of last season. Yeah, and uh, it, it honestly they could be back on their way up because I don't imagine a lot of their players are going to be leaving. Yeah, I'm interested to see because they obviously need to probably appoint a new manager as well. Um, yes, I'm, Jose I'm, Mourinho. Maybe, maybe I'm not confident that they'll come back up. I, I, think, I think they might settle in the championship for a bit, but we will we'll see. We'll see. Never know, do you? You never know. Just to add on that one is the goal that was taken away from Brighton. Yeah, offside. Definitely was offside, really. Um, yeah, just the one time they put it in the net, you're offside. That's that's just your, when your luck's out, like I said, your luck's out. Exactly. Although it's not really luck. Could have just not been standing in an offside position, to be honest. Yeah, a bit of luck, a bit of sense, you know. Yeah. What you say? Um, but yeah, now we'll go on to a, a team that are that just don't score as many goals as they need to um, when they have good performances, and to a team that this week at least has scored loads of goals. Quite a few, yeah. Um, uh, and Chris Wood um, beat Burnley three 0 as Burnley beat Wolves four 0 Um. Just would be Burnley for three nil. Wolves for three nil. Sorry, got you. I just it was just a fantastic performance from Burnley. Wolves were sloppy, very sloppy, um, but Burnley absolutely dominant. Um, yeah, it's not the team that goes out and scores many goals at all ever, really. And Wolves yeah, have been what? relatively decent in past always... seasons defensively. So this was a real. Yeah. I always think Burnley always have like a, a one or two games a season where they just destroy a team, um, yeah. which is weird. Um, I could be completely wrong. That might not even be true, but I think that's right. Um, but I, just, I genuinely think they might be my least favourite team in the league. Yeah, I love Burnley. Um, we we have different opinions. I want. Oh, maybe we should do that sometime. Rank favourite least. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a podcast coming up. At we'll the start. do it after we start our ranking of a. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it at start of next season when we've got twenty teams. We get new twenty teams. Yeah, because we'll have well. I know who's going to be at the bottom of yours. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, well, we'll find out, won't we? Um. Yep. Chris Wood, though, right. Patrick Hero. Yeah, and I, I think he showed in this game that he's not just. The striker everyone thinks he is. He's no. he's got more to his game than just physicality and putting the ball in from six yards. Despite the fact one of his goals was a header and one of his goals was scored from inside six yard box. Um, but his 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 he's got a good feet. Um, pretty like the first goal was he turned uh, Cody inside out um, and he did it to set up Vidra as well. Um, I can't remember who it was against a couple of weeks ago. I remember talking about it. Um and set up uh who was it for the last goal Westwood yeah um as well and putting a great cross as well for Vidra um earlier on in the game so he re- this was a really good all round performance from Chris Wood and much deserved his his tenth goal of the season for the fourth season in a row like you say um, yeah that's crazy considering some of the other players that we've had in the league for for so long really like you know. Sadio Mane's been in the league. Uh, Aguero's been in the league this long. De Bruyne isn't a bad shout. I know he plays a different position, but yeah, Sterling as well. Sterling, yeah. Uh, there's there's a there's a few more. Vardy, yeah. Um, so yeah, credit to Chris Woody's goal scoring record is sensational, and Burnley were just great, and and Wolves were absolutely off the pace. And there's rumours about Nuno going to Spurs. Maybe that's that's happening, or or maybe it's not. But there's there was no excuse for this performance from Wolves. It was just absolutely horrendous. No, it was awful. But the, the worst thing to take away from it is that we both put Westwood quite low down in our midfield ranking, and then he went and scored a pretty decent goal. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Thanks for that. I'm, I'm sure that was his motivation. Was like, oh, I can't have those two from looking now. Those three. Those three. Sorry. Although Craig, um, Craig put him quite high, actually. Didn't yeah, he? that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll 
Yes, that, I think that's all of it. Have you got any of the Burnley, Burnley stats for me, or is that it? That is it. You know me, I'm not a stat man. Um, we'll go on to Leicester United, which Leicester United, sorry, I'm all over the place with names there. Leeds United, um, ah. Man United. Who did uh, Leeds United play? Yeah. Um, yeah. I struggled <laughs> to write this down, how what to write for this game, because... It was just a bit of a shocker. There was half chances for both teams, but it was just a nil-nil, and it it, it was a nil-nil. <laughs> so I don't really have that much to say about it. I've got an interesting uh, fact for you, actually. This is, this is probably as far as the uh, stats go for me. It's just interesting facts. Bruno Fernandes has now gone 15 games without an open play goal for Man United. There you go. How is... Oh, that's... That's quite bad, really. It is quite bad, um, but I think you get away with it when you when your team's playing well. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why there's probably not so much scrutiny on it, um, especially when um, you know, like you have other players who are turning up for you, a bit like Mason Greenwood is. Uh, yeah. Luke Shaw got man of the match, which was dodgy to me since I think it should have been a penalty. Yeah, it was a tough one. I was listening to the commentary and they said it was top of the top of the sleeve, which it sort of gets him out of it. But it was very touching go. Um, and we've arm, seen a lot. Of, we've yeah, we've sort sort of seen a lot of handballs given or not given over, the, over this week, and it's very very dodgy. And um, there was one in the Chelsea game as well. The Aspera Quetta, um, yeah. not given. Yeah, we've seen a lot of handballs not given this this week and. I mean, yeah, it's annoying that we just seem to be talking about the referees or the bar every week. Yeah, definitely. A uh, couple of things I wanted to add in terms of individual performances. I think Juan Bissaka, like we, like I think you said it a couple of weeks ago, is getting better when it comes to attacking play. Yeah. No, we we said that he is not as good as some right backs when it comes to attacking, but uh, he's definitely getting better at it. Like. There's a few chances. And I think the best player on the pitch was probably Calvin Phillips, really. Yeah, very solid game. Yeah. A great game, yeah. Um but yeah, it was just it was just solid from Leeds. Um like we've seen in recent weeks, they've definitely stepped up their defensive side of the game. Yeah. Um especially if you compare the result to the 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 contrasting fixture. Um They've definitely, they've, I mean, they've conceded six less goals. So, yeah. um, definitely sh- sh- sharpened up at the back. Um, but yeah, just not that great of a game. And, and one with the fans would have been an absolutely rocking atmosphere. But um, maybe that would have had an impact. But I, I think it's a, a good point. Well, it's definitely a good point for Leeds. And I mean, Ollie was saying in his interview, it's not a good point for United because they needed to win every game to win the title. Um, but realistically, from an outside point of view, that was never going to happen anyway. So, I think it's probably a solid point for United as well. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. That's um, we'll go on to another game, which would have had fans. Uh, would if had fans, would have been a great game as well. And it was a great game without them, to be fair. Um, yeah. And it was very weird. The f- first thing that happens uh, to create a goal is a clumsy challenge from a Jai. Um, to give Villa an early penalty, but it was very soft. Yes. Uh, great build-up, um, to be honest, in, in, from Villa as well. Um, and then they took the penalty away. Then we've got a clumsy penalty, clumsy challenge. Uh, who was it again? Conser this time, I think it was, um, to give a soft penalty at the other end after some great build-up play from West Brom. Um, both penalties are very soft. Both good build-up play in the in the process. Um but both clumsy challenges nonetheless. Well, soft or not, they were both silly challenges to make. I'm not going to lie. Watching football this weekend has just really annoyed me in terms of how players make such a meal of things when they go down. I, I know it's been an issue for a while and it's something I've not liked for a while as well. But uh, it's just so annoying. <laughs> it, is, it is. It is definitely... Can't, can't, don't know why they can't come to my mind. What was because the second one was horrifically soft in this game. Yeah. Um, 
the first one was Barkley. He just he just he got made a, touch a meal of it and made a meal of it. But there was a touch. Um, but then yes. we had one in the Arsenal game as well, which is very similar to the second one, I think, where it's just caught. Oh, Ben well as well, you know, like yeah, it's just yeah, very very soft. Um, yeah, well, yeah. that's the letter of the law. Now, if you get a touch, you will you're allowed to go down, and it's going further away from being a contact sport, and yeah, a bit of a shambles, really. Um, this, also, this week has fully, fully made my mind up that Mings is rubbish. Yeah, he thinks he's so good, and he gets so much credit, but he is poor. Uh, yeah, I think Villa at the back this weekend were very poor all round, to be honest. I don't think anyone had a good game. Like, they seemed quite uh, sloppy. Um, I think Mings, Mings can't do much about the own goal, to be honest. I think he's got to do something. And Really? I un- thought he should have just left it. I think Martinez would have had it sorted. Yeah, but I don't think you can take that risk. Um, Maybe as, not. As a centre-back, your instinct is, right, I've got to deal with this, because if he leaves it and then it goes in, then you're just like, well, why is he just standing there then? Um. And I, there's someone behind him as well. I don't know. I think you're right. I think Martinez probably is there first, but I think he's unhappy with that. But not a good performance from from Villa defensively. Um, no, I think. Uh, and then Harley for the for the last goal. Sorry, um, was horrific. I mean, West Brom, Sam Allardyce was saying they need to win pretty much most of their games. A bar one, I think he I think said it was six out of seven, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and to be on track for one of them and Bartley to chest it down in the 90th minute or whatever it was in a derby in his own six-yard box. Very risky. When it's 2-1, that is the most ridiculous decision I've ever seen and that could well relegate West Brom. You think they deserve it after that? I mean, if if you've got a player doing that, then you're never going to stay up. And I, I think West Brom are just like one of those too little, too late um, yeah. teams, really. Yeah, I think uh, that's probably the best way of saying it. I just honestly do think that this was just a bit of a a poor game, really, in terms of defensive. Um, but none of the goals seemed in- incredible either, really. Like yeah, I, I thought, Pereira was really good throughout. He constantly looked a threat. His delivery is incredible, and his skill was constantly. Well, in defence, but yeah, I, I thought well, he was good. I mean, there was a couple of good individual performances, but yeah, I think it was poor defensive work from from a lot of this, and yeah, yeah. probably I a fair result in the end. With that second uh, West Brom goal, I think you know you're a bit unlucky that Consa slipped, didn't he? I think yeah, and then um, that sort of frazzled them a bit. And Mings comes back, probably could have been further back to start with. I know that he probably thought, "Oh, Consa will get this out," slipped over, nab the ball. But uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Ming's space basically this weekend. But yeah, like you say, Martinez made some good saves and uh, probably kept Villa in it to a degree. Yeah, I think the one off the bar comes to mind. Really? Yeah, yeah. There was a few. I, I think Martinez has a habit of making saves look a bit better than they are. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think he had that great again. To this in this game, I, I think he made. If he didn't make any of the saves that he did, that one maybe you could argue. But yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, he had a good game. I'm not saying he had a bad game. I'm just I saying. He was I think lucky to not save the penalty. Really, did you? He, I think he was literally millimeters away. It was a very good penalty, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. But yeah, like you say, I think if Pereira, if uh, West, well, it's likely that West Brom go down. Yeah. I think Pereira will be on his way. Yeah, definitely. Because he is looking very good. Yeah. Okay, um, one more game to go. Um, Ooh, which I've only, seen, only, seen, be. only seen the highlights of because um, it was last night. Um, and that was Leicester 2, Palace 1. Yes. Um, and, I mean, there's right. only one thing I really want to talk about in this game. I was going to say, do you want to just get it out of the way now or do we have to prolong it? Yeah. That's just a beer as he just being probably the best Premier League player in history. I mean, there's that Hall of Fame thing going around, and I'd I'd argue yeah. that he's probably got to be up there. Um, but yeah, just a lovely little ball from him to Zaha, inch perfect for the opener. 
and then same old Palace really sit back, don't create anything much after that, and and Leicester came through in the end with a, a solid performance. Um, Ian Acho on fire provider and goal scorer in the end. Um, more than a purple patch now. This is just a player that really looks like a new man um, this season, um, or even this half of season, I guess. Um, but yeah, you can I'm see so what confidence has done for him. I was so happy to see it because I don't. I think it's impossible to not like Leicester, really, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, like we spoke about a lot earlier in, in our podcast, he's going to Vardy's a, a man you'll struggle to replace. Yeah. And uh, they don't need to worry so much now about the looks of things. Vardy brings a lot more than just goals, however. Yeah, that's true. But we've seen Ian Nacho as well, like today, yesterday, um, term provider for the first goal. Um, and you can just see his confidence is through the roof. And it's just good to see a player playing with confidence and it is. showing his full ability. And you, you just wonder how many players out there that could have played so much better had they had a bit of a bit of luck go their way and a bit of confidence because he, he's yeah. just like a completely new player, really. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right, then. Well, Palace we'll definitely should have played better, though. Yeah, well, I, I think they generally do the jobs in the games, enough games to to see yeah. it through. There was but, a chance, though, wasn't there, that it's open goal and Benteke just didn't get to it quick enough. Yeah, that was a fantastic challenge from Johnny Evans, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Johnny Evans. What? Yeah, that was a great chance from him, to be fair. But other than that, it's just same old Palace. Um, get to this stage of the season, there's not really much for them to play for. I don't. It's a bit like QPR yeah. in the Championship. Honestly, just, just not playing for anything. Yeah, you're right. Until uh, next season, eh? Until next season, we go again. We're going up. Palace are getting European football. There we go. Heard it here first. Palace are getting European. Palace football. and Brighton getting European football next season. Palace and Brighton, okay, there. There you go. All right. And Liverpool are going to win the Super League. Well, yeah, they can do. Um, right, we'll go from from Palace and Brighton to Real Madrid and Chelsea. Oh, um, very similar. Uh, what are you going for in your champ- first Champions League prediction? Nil, nil. Really? Well, not yes. too much different to mine. One, one. Um. I've said previously I've I've got a feeling about Chelsea in the Champions League. Um really? I don't think if anyone's I don't think this one. I know I've gone yeah. for a draw, but if anyone's gonna win it, it's gonna be Madrid, matey. Really? I yeah. I, I think it's gonna be a draw, so I've gone one one. No, they're but, not gonna win La Liga, they're gonna win the Champions League instead. Oh really? No, um, they're, they're gonna get to the final and then get smashed by PSG. Okay, fair enough. Um I just think Chelsea might do this over two legs. Um I think they'll be happy with a, a draw here and do it all at home. Luckily, okay. old job. Um, right then, I, I guess I can sort of figure out part of your prediction if you've gone for a yeah. PSG to get to the final. What have you gone for in that one? One nil PSG. Ooh, right. I think City are going to go out and defend. Yeah, you'll get over on them, and then they'll. It'll be an interesting second leg that I haven't worked out yet, but yeah, I'm, I'm back in PSG to win the league, mate. Champions League. Fair enough. Um. I the problem I had with this is I've already I went from bottom to top and I'd already got two two ones so I thought I can't keep putting two one. You can. Well, I could, but I just feel like there's not gonna be that many two ones. Hell so, right. um, so I went for three one city in the end. Um, I actually think it's probably like my actual brain told me it's gonna be two one, but I just thought well I've already got two of them down, so I just thought I'd change it. So I've gone three one city in the end. So we've got ooh, we've got a uh, bit of a split there. One of we have the split. PSG are going to win the Champions League, Chris. Mm, I, I don't know. I don't know what I can see happening. Oh, well, they've I said knocked I, out already, Barca and Bayern. They're not, on their way for it. They are. They aren't taking. They're taking names and kicking ass. Well, you heard it here first. Well, probably not first. Someone else probably said it. Um, I I said it a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, then we've got Man United versus Roma. Uh, <laughs> what do you reckon for that one in the Europa League? I think United are going to win 2-0. There you go. Lovely, jubbly. I've gone for a 1-0 Man United win. Nah. Um, that's pretty standard. Both, both. They, I mean, they should win. They should go through. 
Um, Bruno Fernandes to get a goal. I'm backing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Open play, finally. Um, okay. Villarreal Arsenal in the Europa League as well. Oh, this one was a tough one. Do you reckon? I haven't really looked at much of Villarreal this season. Uh, under Emery, obviously, as well. Yeah. I feel like he's going to go and just annoy Arsenal fans and get a win. Do you reckon? I don't know. I think it's going to be such a weird game. Um, I'm going to go with a two-all draw. Two-all draw. Wow. I've gone for 2-1 Arsenal, as I've already sort of given away. Um, but I've said earlier on in the, on the podcast, another one. I think Arsenal are going to win the Europa League so I've, I've sort of got a back now haven't I um, mm. I don't know I've got a feeling about Arsenal Chelsea and Leicester in the uh, FA Cup Champions League and Europa League so really I'm, I'm backing all of those it's going to be a big well, season I'm not backing them I don't know why I keep saying backing them I don't care who wins these competitions but I just that's what my feeling is who's going to win it no I, I want PSG to win the Champions League I want it to happen yeah that's fair enough Yes. Um, and then we we ran out of games really, so we've we've gone for Brentford Rotherham, um, and it should be a game that Brentford win, um, based on the league position. But Rotherham are going to be fighting for that life, so they they've got that in their their court. Um, so I've actually gone for two one Rotherham win. Really? Yeah, I've gone for two 0 Brentford win. There you go. So you some... Stoney to score all of the goal. So we have got then. Two, oh, we've got two games where we've agreed on the, this, the result at least um, and then the other three a split so we could see another another stretch away from you or come back from me no don't worry about that I'm going to absolutely annihilate fair enough um, my, so there we go reset the league when uh, the next season starts do we yeah we will so oh do yeah. we get a trophy if we win you can arrange that if you want. One. Yeah, I'll get a trophy. Fair enough. Uh, there we go. Trophy, trophy's up for grabs. Um, Need a person. Got another podcast coming out tomorrow. Um, or it might come out on Thursday. It'll be recorded tomorrow evening. Um, look forward to that. Hopefully it should be a good one. It's a new series. New series, yes. I'm very looking forward to it. Very looking forward to it? Wow. Looking forward to it very much. Yeah. Um, sorry if our English, mine especially, has been very poor in this, but it's early for us. Um, thank you I'm for listening. I'm still in bed. I'm also still in bed. Got to go to work now. Oh dear. Yeah, I've also got to go get some work done. <sighs> okay, right. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. Um, and we'll see you soon. See you in a bit. Bye. Ta-ra!